What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. As always, we're about to talk Thursday night football week nine, and then we're going to recap Monday night football that just happened a few days ago. And we're going to have to talk the trade deadline because there were some moves. And we got to talk about first coach fired, Kev. If y'all paid attention and listened along since the preseason, y'all probably cashed in a nice little bet like I did. But as always, go down, like, and subscribe. Comment your thoughts on the trade deadline. Comment your picks to win. And comment your thoughts on Monday Night Football. I'm Paul Pickle, Wyndham Contra, and I'm joined with. Hey, man, you already know it's that boy, Kev. Water boys, your boy. Happy Halloween to everybody. I hope everybody had a great motherfucking time. I would have came on this bitch with a costume, but I'm costumed up. <laughs> Double costume, Kev. Bro, yeah, I came in. I didn't, you don't know how much you don't celebrate Halloween, probably, until you have to start buying costumes. And I spent like $80 on my costumes, and one of them was just the wig and mutton chops. So, no, no, that's low key why I didn't dress up this year because I was like, bro, I already spent the bag on my daughter, bro. I like, I ain't getting no fucking candy, bro. I'm at the point now where like all costumes, I'm never returning a co- I'm like cutting the tag, I'm never returning a costume because all costumes are reusable 100%. We run that bitch back five years later, two years later. We know, like, you know, you, you bought a couple costumes, you can recycle them bitches throughout the year. Five years later, probably wearing all my costumes next year. I still have a doctor's costume from like he's gonna show up Christmas Day in the costume. Facts. I'm talking, and then all I know is you just get one new costume for whatever your big function is. If it's Halloween Day or motherfucking um the Halloween party the week, whatever your big function is that you post on Instagram, that's the one that you um you pay for. But after that, I'm to be honest, you the life of the party. Like you showing up at your work yeah. Christmas party or something, everyone's in the suit and tie, and you walk in with the blow up dinosaur. They're like, who? Oh, the blow up. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, the Steve. <laughs> actually, I'm actually gonna be probably be the blow up dinosaur for um for when I go um volunteer at the church for um I go volunteer at the church on Halloween. I'll be the blow up dinosaur. Everybody loves dinosaurs. I will say um. Uh, the best thing about the dinosaur thing was in New York, they did like a group meetup and like this, someone was recording from like the aerial view and everyone came out, you know how the tunnels for the subway, you, gotta, like, you come out the ground and shit. It was like a thousand dinosaurs is running out of the tunnel at the same time, right? It was like, they were, it looked kind of lit. It was like dinosaurs taking over New York or some shit. I was like, right, if I ever do a group meetup, probably have to be all dinosaur fits. Now that should have go crazy. I will give best costumes to, I believe it was the Jets. They came in um Akatsuki. Yeah, he did. did Akatsuki fit. I'll give best costume to them boys. That that was pretty fucking fire. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, I will say um, someone from the Lions pulled up. If you listen to Rockstar, uh, like rock music, he pulled up as a. Avenge Sevenfold something. He had the dyed hair tips and all. I was like, oh, he went like full. It was kind of hard. I was like, it's different. Like, you don't really, you know, NFL players, you see a lot of the sports players, you see a lot of the same thing. Really good costumes. But then it was something like different. I was like, oh, he came in fucking Avenge Sevenfold like guitarist or some shit. Nah, the best sports costume I ever seen was when Dame Lillard came in as Stone Cold. Oh, that one was hard. Did you see Joe Burrow this week when he came in as the he had the nice-ass, like, nice alien mask with, like, a NASA shirt. It was kind of clean. Oh, that's dancing, man. Thursday night, though. Well, before you know, we get to Thursday night, we got to recap Monday night. It's going to be a quick recap, but also oh, ties God. in. It is going to tie in into some of the, of the moves that happened these last couple of days. But the Lions beat the Raiders 26-14. to 14. Never was a game. 
Jimmy three, Jimmy G throwing an interception per usual. Jared Goff bounced back from the ass whooping the Ravens gave him. Uh, he threw an interception, but it was like he didn't affect the game at all. Jameer Gibbs, 150 rushing yards, I think 180 something total yards. Armand St. Brown, another 100 yard game. Laporta, a touchdown. Like, they're kind of scary. Nah, that team is fucking, when that team is on, they're fucking on. I will say this about that pick. It At that time in the game, it was still like 16-4. Like, it was a prick. Like, that pick, off, if the Raiders was a different team, that pick would have changed the entire momentum of the game. Like, Marcus Peters, Marcus Peters, and you know you love to see a good Marcus Peters highlights. It's like when you got to, you just don't get to see as many back because you, you don't get to see as many. But, um, it was cool seeing Marcus Peters run that bitch back. But at that point in the game, it looked like it was going to be in question. And then that's when you see Jared Goff to Sam Laporte. Uh, and they're not giving a fuck. Aiden Hutchinson still looking like a demon. Um, this Lions team isn't kind of scary. They're pretty scary. Like, motherfucking, everybody makes the jokes that, everybody from Michigan makes the joke that we watch the Lions lose on Thanksgiving. Oh, the Lions got something to say this Thanksgiving. Yeah, they, they showed out for Halloween. Uh, can they show out for Thanksgiving? Going to be the big question, Mark. Dang, Thanksgiving, Halloween. Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. Can You can hit that trifecta you deserve to win the Super Bowl. But this Raiders team, I thought this team was actually – when they got that pick, I thought this game was going to be like, oh, another good primetime game. It's crazy. All these bitches is close. They did nothing, literally nothing after that. Where the the whole this like I hate doing the what ifs, but like there was a ninety eight yard touchdown to Devontae Adams where he just missed Adams completely, and then there was a sixty something yard touchdown where I kind of give him a little bit more leeway on this one, but it was a clean pocket, a wide open receiver. You're in the NFL, you got to make that throw, especially like starting quarterback getting paid the amount of money Jimmy G's getting paid. You got to make that throw. It was one or two steps too far over the head which is a harder throw to make. But still, like, that's a throw that you're going to pay that amount of money you got to make. And those are two touchdowns. Like, those those two passes alone, two touchdowns and, like, 150 yards, 160 yards for Devontae Adams. He ends the game with one catch, barely any yards, and slamming his helmet on the sideline, pissed off, per the usual. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. He did drop a first down, though, so, like, that shit, that shit just showed. When I saw Devontae Adams drop that first down, that that's what showed me, like, yeah, they got, they got a, there's, there's a fire cell coming in a second. Yeah, and uh, Devontae, not Devontae Adams, um, Max Crosby, like, someone made a good point. I think Darius Slay, he said Max Crosby was on a different team outside of the Raiders. People would be talking about he might be the best fo- defensive player on the planet. Facts, facts. I, it was tough to argue because I was like, it is true. Like, he, he, if you were to put him on, like, the Chiefs and he was doing the shit he's doing, like, people would be talking about, bro, that's defensive player of the year right there. But if you put him on the Chiefs, the Chiefs defense would, him and Chris Jones, they would literally elevate to a whole nother stratosphere. Just that's how much of a game breaker he is because they're going to have to double and triple team him. And you got Chris Jones down there, too. Yeah. Like, so, unfortunately, he didn't get traded during the trade deadline. He could have went to a real real team. But this all kind of ties – I want to start off with this game before we talk about anything else because it ties into 
the off the you know the, the moves that have been getting made. I'm gonna start off with the the first coach fired, Josh McDaniels. He got the boot as of today, no longer with the Raiders. Antonio Pierce, linebacker coach, gets moved up to new interim coach for the time being. They also fired a GM. Mark Davis said he had enough, like fuck all of this. Um, but I just think it's funny that the very first course of action they do as the new head coach, new GM. They benched Jimmy G and Aiden O'Connell will be the starter for the, for the remainder of the year. Fucking that, that to me was so funny. I was, but I was like, bro, the first move they did was like, we're going to bench him. <laughs> Fucking, we're not winning with you. I don't give a fuck how much that, that was the last people that paid him that back. We don't, we didn't pay him. <laughs> we didn't give that motherfucker a dime of our money. That was the last regiment that did that. Benched him. They give me Aiden O'Connell for the rest of the year. And I, that that to me was so funny. No, nah, that's just it was like maybe because I be so I was so busy yesterday on Halloween that I didn't that I it was just so funny like checking my phone and seeing oh Josh McDaniels fired damn that's crazy GM fired oh that's crazy Jimmy Garoppolo benched I was like damn <laughs> they just they just put that whole team upside down they just said fuck it I I. Mark Davis and his people said we want all the smoke. Fuck it. But they had to do something. This team was in the playoffs two years ago, Paul. We saw them. We saw them. We saw them make the playoffs with Rick Sabacha, Derek Carr. Like, not not Sabacha, Desach, whatever his name is. Derek Carr. And you saw this team have heart and show that they were a contender in a very, in a very hard AFC. So these motherfuckers being like abysmal now is just proof that like there's something that needed to be done in ASAP and like I just hope that they take accountability to know they fucked up they hey. fucked up they fucked up the way they did um Rick Versace they should have just kept them and they fucked up the way they did their car they fucked up picking up Devontae Adams and the motherfucking nah they fucked up when they picked up Jimmy G paid him a bag and then yeah, they, didn't pay Josh Jacobs any like they didn't want to work with. Him. Facts. They fucking up a lot. They they accept a lot of the accountability. Then I can see this team doing something in the future. But at the moment, there's a lot of fucking up happening. Not a lot of people saying I fucked up. Yeah, Derek Carson back probably laughing his ass off right now. And they just won. Now, then we're going to move over to some of the – and I'm not going to lie, Ron Rivera was the other coach I picked. I picked one NFC and one AFC coach. McDaniels was my AFC coach. And Ron Rivera, if, like, if you weren't checking the betting odds, like, he was in second and third place, like, on the betting odds. So, like, he's probably the next coach out. So, like, the, the nail was hit on the head with the preseason take on these coaches. Uh-huh. The next uh, – but now it's going to the – not the game, but a couple moves. Start off with some of the, the lesser big ones, but, like, Razul Douglas – Gets traded to Buffalo Bills, who need the cornerback after Trey White's gone. They need to help that defense. Um, they get a uh, fifth-round pick, Russell Douglas, for a third-round pick. Um, honestly, I don't hate the trade. The Bills need it. Like, they need another corner in, in the room. And Russell Douglas, he does have faults. He does get a lot of personal uh, pass interference calls. But he does also have a lot of, like, pick six or picks that seal games. Like, he has a lot of, like, impact plays. Nice. Then we had uh, what else? So uh, skip over some of the littler ones. This one was kind of funny. So Chase Young gets traded to the 49ers for a third round pick. 
fucking now add Chase Young to Nick Bosa and uh, Hargreaves. Like, they're already a fucking demon of a defensive line. Now they only get a, someone who was a, arguably elite his rookie year, kind of been missing ever since. Maybe this revitalizes his career. But, you know, outside looking in, it's like, fuck, how, they just got even better at defense, this fucking 49ers team. No, Fred, because you're just sitting there looking at that like, damn, the second he figures that shit out and they figure out how to plug him in, he can immediately be like a Von Miller type shit, just somebody that plays the whole game. And in a few hours before that news broke, Washington traded away Montez Sweat to the Bears for 2024 second-round pick, other defensive lineman. Funny thing to this was whenever the, then like a few hours later, the uh, 49ers traded for Chase Young and only used the third round pick when the Bears used the second round pick to get Montez Sweat. And if you were clowning the Bears, like, do, do you think that they're over there sitting there like, fuck, we could have got Chase Young for a, a what? A third rounder? Like, if we end up with Montez for a second rounder? What the fuck? You ain't talk to the right people. And it's all, same team too. Like, I don't know how. How do you like? Did you was the first offer a second round pick and Washington's like, oh fuck, hell yeah, fucking give us a second round pick for him. <laughs> this one was kind of big. Vikings trade for Josh Dobbs from the Cardinals. Oh wow! Cardinals get get rid of the. I don't think Kyler Murray's ready yet. I don't think the Cardinals give a fuck. Um. But the Vikings get Josh Dobbs, so maybe they have the quarterback for the rest of the year. Hopefully. I mean, hopefully not, but like that might be that might that's the man, Kurt. That's the man. Like in a perfect world, you wouldn't want it, but that's the man. Hopefully Justin Jefferson's get back, they get some chemistry. Josh Dobbs might be able to make something shake because he's shown that he's a scrappy player. The Vikings are a scrappy team. But if they come in this bitch and start winning, oh, I don't know what the fuck, what the fuck the Cardinals are gonna do. Cardinals, how the how the fuck the Cardinals are gonna feel about Kyler Murray and shit? They like, damn, bro. No, maybe our team just sucks. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't even think Kyler Murray plays next week, but who? I think they're just ready to get Kayla Williams or something. I don't know. I can see it. Jaguars. This is the last trade. So this one was weird to me. Because the Vikings traded for Joshua Dobbs, and to me that melt felt like they don't think their season's over yet. Like, we still have a good team. But then they trade away arguably the best offensive lineman, Urza Cleveland, to the Jaguars. Jaguars get a, get a better offensive lineman. They get arguably one of the better interior guards of the league in Urza Cleveland. And the Vikings get rid of their best offensive lineman. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. I guess yeah, that can end up working. See, but for the Vikings, if you're not giving up on the season, why are you giving up? You're like the only solid guy on the O lineman. You y'all just traded for Dobbs. Like y'all telling the world, like we still think we got something here. Oh yeah, that's facts. That's why it was so weird to me. It's like, why would you trade? Why would you get rid of your best O lineman if you're trading for a quarterback? Now, now Dobbs really ain't really could better be able to run. That's all. But that's that's it on the free agency. Not the biggest trade deadline. A few good names getting moved around, but nothing too crazy. Happens every year. But before we get out of here, Kev, let's talk about Thursday night football. Steelers are two-and-a-half-point favorite at home against the Tennessee Titans coming off 
the four touchdown effort of Will Levis in his debut, D Hop catching three of them bitches against your Falcons, taking on the Steelers that got absolutely slapped in the mouth when they played the Jaguars last week. How do you feel about this game Thursday night football? Um, this is where I would love to be like, man, the Steelers defense. It's all they need. Steelers defense. We got to get them home. Steelers defense. Is Kenny Pickett even playing this game? He's questionable. It's short week, rib injury. I really wouldn't be shocked if we see the Mitch Trubisky show again. Mm. I'm going to double check that as, as you're making your take. Yeah, I mean, naturally, I would love to take the Steelers, Mike Tomlin, primetime Thursday night. It's not in Pittsburgh, I don't believe. But um, I would have loved to have taken the motherfucking Steelers. And I don't okay, really – Okay, so Kenny Pickett will play. Okay, that makes me like them a little bit more. And no Mika Fitzpatrick. Oh, damn, he did get hurt. But um, and this Titans team – they're coming off a really big win and really good game, but, like, I don't know if they got to see that pressure for real. It was cool, like, running around waiting for D-Hop to get open. It was cool, but, like, I don't know if they really, 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 really got that pressure. So, no Minka Fitzpatrick is a tragedy, especially for a team that's shown that, like, they do really good at big splash plays or um, throwing ducks throwing ducks to D-Hop. So, that's going to be – um. Interesting, but I think it's going to be very similar to the Bears, how the Bears quarterback was last week. Um, you think you think the good story comes to an end? Maybe not to an end, but I just don't expect four touchdowns because, like, I'm looking back at my team looking like, bro, if you don't get your ass back there. So this game is tough because the Steelers do – they're at home, terrible towels. It didn't matter to Trevor Lawrence and them. Even though Trevor Lawrence did throw an interception and didn't play his best game. But Will Levis – no, the one thing with this this I like how the Steelers are not very good at stopping the run. They allow uh, how many yards per game? They allow a pretty good amount per game. Uh, I can't find it right in front of me, but I know that they they're not the best at stopping the run. I think they're bottom ten against the run. And Derrick Henry, he had a couple of nice runs last week, but the Falcons did a pretty good job keeping him contained. It was more of the Will Levis throws that broke their back. Uh, and if the Steelers. I don't think the Steelers are going to have Derrick Henry under control. And it's kind of – if you can't stop Derrick Henry, it only that's, – that's the Titans' fucking forte. Like, if you can't stop King Henry, then it's it's up for you. Like, then this game can get really ugly because then we don't have to worry about the deep throws. Uh, our defense – the Titans' defense is still really bad against the um, passing game, but really good against the run. So, like, Najee Harris <laughs> – put into a bottle, Jalen Warren, similar to what the Jaguars did them last week. Like, their leading rusher had 19 yards. And the offense looked completely stagnant and stale. And I think something similar to that could happen, especially if Kenny Pickett's not 100%. The offense is already at. And you're telling me you're not even healthy? Yeah. I, I'm not uh, injured. Kenny Pickett at home is a two-and-a-half-point favorite against a team that we just saw do really well against a really good defense in the Falcons. And this matchup-wise, you're not good against the run. Like to me, this is just a perfect spot to. I'm, I'm gonna have a best bet here. The Titans plus two and a half. I, I think this. I think the Titans are the better team here, and the more healthy team. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh this is such a hard game to pick. But you could also. I do see the world where like the story comes to an end. T.J. Watt sacks him like two and a half times. 
gets an interception. Will Levis only throws like 140 yards, and it looks ugly. Facts. Like, both of these are very doable things, so it makes you just sit there and wonder, like, huh. But what's your Which gut? For you, you what's my gut? Because the gut is saying that if it wasn't for the Mika Fitzpatrick and Kenny Pickett playing Mika Fitzpatrick, the gut's telling me I may not trust this. I may not trust the Steelers team as a whole. I definitely don't trust this offense, but uh, the defense of the um, the defense of the um, the secondary the Steelers and the defense as a whole to get to force takeaway. Once takeaways are forced, that's when we can start getting into business. We can start making a rookie quarterback look like a rookie. So I'm gonna take the Steelers, not because of the players, but more because of Mike Tomlin. I would love to look up his record against rookie quarterbacks. It's probably good. So I'm going to have to do that. And then the Titans did just be my father. So fuck them. Yeah. If Will Levis shit the bed last week, I probably will be rocking with the Steelers with you right now. But Will Levis looked pretty fucking good. <laughs> he looked pretty good. I don't know. So uh, I might have to rock with the Titans. I already said that a little earlier, but just to reiterate, going with the Titans money line. I like how I don't think we're split. Many Thursday, many primetime games were never really split. So, like, it's kind of fun having one. And if y'all didn't know already, like I said, Titans plus two and a half. Get it now because I don't think – I think the line's going to be smaller come kickoff. I think this might be like a minus one, one and a half type thing. So, if you can get the extra point and a half, get it now. And sprinkle it on the Titans money line. I'm taking it straight up as well. Get your bag now. Me personally, I'll probably take Steelers straight up. No rap cap. But as always, thank y'all for listening to the Monday Night Recap, the free agency, not free agency, but the trade deadline news, first coach fired, and also a, a, thank you for listening to our Thursday Night Picks again. Go down, like, and subscribe. This has been our episode Totally Blitz Podcast. I'm Paul Pickle-Winham, and as always, I'm joined with Kevin Waterboy Savoy.